Hello and welcome to the Homeowner Prep Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Alon, and this podcast was created to provide real-world advice and accountability for first-time homebuyers. We'll be interviewing industry experts, providing some how-tos, and talking with first-time homebuyers about their personal experiences. If that sounds interesting to you, please be sure to subscribe, and if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to hit the little bell to be notified when new episodes release. Now let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to the Homeowner Prep Podcast. We have a great episode today, being that we have Mother's Day coming up this week, I really wanted to dive into some of the lessons that I've learned from my mom, some money lessons, some things that I've learned to prepare me for home ownership and for financial responsibility along the way. I know that there's probably some lessons that you've learned as well from your mom or, you know, uh, maybe a grandmother. And I want you to share those with us. If you're watching on YouTube or wherever you see this video, if you're just listening um, on any of our podcast channels, definitely chime in let us know, put a comment in. Uh, We may even give away a prize to a special um, person who who left a comment for us, but we just want to kind of hear, what did your mom teach you about money? You know, what lessons did you pick up growing up um, that have kind of set the path for you as you may have been on your journey to buy your first place or maybe getting your credit right? Or for me, the first and foremost thing that I actually learned was budgeting. You know, so if the, if you learn anything along the way from your mom or your grandma, let us know. We love to hear from you. So let's dive into today's episode. There's a few things that I learned that I want to go over that I learned from my mom. Um, and, you know, in recognition of being a single mom, you know, she really tried her best. You know, she did the things that she could do to make sure that all of our needs were provided for and a lot of our wants. You know, we did a lot of fun things. We had a lot of great memories. And I think because of these lessons, um, you know, I've kind of become a, a better, <clears throat> better with my money, you know, um, understanding the importance of, you know, working hard and things of that nature. And I learned that from my mom. So definitely want to honor her with this episode. So the first thing, like I mentioned, was budgeting. The first thing that I ever remember seeing my mom do was writing out her monthly budget. And she would do it, you know, an old school way. You know, it's just a it's a paper, it's a pen, you know, pencil maybe because you got to erase and got to make things work. And as a single mom, I saw her doing what she had to do to make sure that, again, all of our needs were covered. But she also budgeted for some things that were, you know, some memory makers. Uh, we would actually go back east. My mom's family is from uh, Massachusetts. And so she would, you know, make sure that we had the time to spend and make the memories back east. And so there are things that she had to do to make sure that her budget was set, especially as we were coming into the summer months, to make sure that we can make that trip. It's not cheap, I'm sure. Uh, It wasn't cheap back then, um, you know, for me and my brother to go back east and visit family and things of that nature. But that was all because of budgeting. And so I did see her writing out a monthly budget every single month, figuring out, you know, what needs to be done in order to make sure that we can have all of our needs met, get a lot of the wants that we had, um, and then also playing sports and being active and things of that nature. And so, you know, budgeting is very important, whether you do it the old school way with the pen and paper, or if you're using some of the later, uh, latest technology, you know, you can do that as well. One of the best apps that I can recommend uh, for everybody who's doing a budget is called Every Dollar. So if you go to everydollar.com, it's actually a Dave Ramsey product, Um, but it'll help you with your budgeting. It'll set it up for you. You can actually carry over the previous month, make things a little bit easier. You can track it through the app and do entry as you're out and about. Maybe if you're out shopping, you can put it in. Um, So you have instant access to it. 
if you do it the old school way, that's fine. If you do it the new school way with the tech and things of that nature, that's, that's typically what I do. Um, you know, there are some tools out there, so definitely check out every dollar. The second lesson that I actually learned ties into budgeting, and it's this word called finagle. My mom loved to finagle. Now, I know the traditional definition of finagle is kind of like this devious or uh, deceptive way of doing things, but to my mom, finagling was about making it work, figuring out a way, you know, stretching your budget, if you would, to make sure that you can meet all the things in that budget and still have some money left over for emergencies and things of that nature. So my mom was great, you know, at finagling. She would figure this this out. And it's a word that she's carried on. You know, I still hear her use it even nowadays. I think my kids know it, what they, what Grammy means when she says that she's going to finagle, <laughs> you know, and it's just about figuring it out. Sometimes as a parent, as a single parent, you just got to figure it out. You know, I've helped a lot of single parents buy a home and it's not easy. You know, definitely it's a lot easier when you have a dual income household and things of that nature. But as a single parent, you figure things out. And I think that resist that uh, resiliency really showed. And so it was an example for us as kids growing up to say, hey, you know what? You make it work. You know, you figure out ways to get things done to make sure everybody is paid um, and that the responsibilities are covered. And so finagle, you know, my mom owns that word now. <laughs> like I said, she's kind of redefined finagle in my eyes. And so sometimes if you are going through your budget, you're realizing that, you know, maybe there's not enough money there. There's some um, carryover from the previous month um, or you're trying to pay off some debts and things of that nature. You, you need to finagle. You need to figure things out. You need to find a way to get the bills paid um, and ultimately, you know, be on a path and a journey to achieving the goals that you have, whether it's home ownership or being debt free or whatever the case may be. So definitely take advantage of that word. I know my mom uh, definitely redefined it for us and that word is finagle. So um, the next lesson that I learned um, from my mom, as we got older, you know, obviously, you know, she started making more money. She had went back and got her degree and I'll talk about that in a second. But, you know, what I started to see was that my mom was giving a lot. She was giving of herself. Um, but most importantly, you know, as people were in need, friends, family, she was there to support them. Um, if they had a financial need, she was there to give. And so I, I learned early on that, you know, we're blessed to be a blessing. You know, we were blessed to give. You know, if there's other people who are in need and, you know, they're, they're coming on hard times, whatever the case may be. Um, you know, she was there to help out when she could, you know, and she couldn't always help out. She had her own responsibilities. And I think that's important to understand. You can't go out and trying to save the world when you're still, you know, on a path yourself. Um, but when you get to a point where you do have some money to give, or you can give some time or a volunteer or donate or things of that nature, um, those are opportunities for you to be a blessing to other people. So that was a, definitely the third lesson that I learned is I just saw her giving of herself, you know, again, helping out family, friends who are in need, um, you know, and understanding the purpose of being a blessing to others. You know, it was never out of expectation of anything back. It's just a matter of she was in a position to help. And now it's funny because I talk to her more and more as, you know, she's getting set and ready for a retirement. I'm, I'm just telling her, hey, you might have to be a little bit more selfish now. You know, you got to you got to start preparing for retirement and things of that nature and investing. And, you know, we have these conversations because um, she's such a giver. 
And so, yes, you can give, but you don't want to overgive to where you put yourself in a financial bind, um, especially if you're nearing retirement and things of that nature. So, you know, be thinking about that. Figure out ways to give. It's not only monetary. You know, again, you can give your time. You can donate to different organizations. Um, but as you're starting to, you know, get closer to some goals like retirement, if you're obviously if you're saving up to buy a house, you know, you should you need to be a little selfish at that time so that you can hit that goal. And then you're in a better position to help others at that time. So, you know, be a blessing. You know, we're, we're blessed to be a blessing and to give and, you know, to help others, which is great. It's awesome. But again, make sure that you're not giving so much of yourself that you're putting yourself in a bind. So definitely conversations that we have now. The last lesson that I do want to talk about is is something that's important um, for a lot of people that I talk to who are in the process of buying a home. You know, they didn't quite hit a deadline that they have for themselves. Maybe they wanted to buy a house before their 25th birthday or the 30th birthday or whatever the case may be. But this lesson that I learned from my mom is that it's never too late to get started. As I mentioned, my mom did go back to school and get her degree. She actually went on to get her master's degree as well. Um, but I realized that she did all that as an adult, as a parent, um, and recognizing all the different things that she still had on her plate, but it was never too late to start something. And so I learned a lesson that, you know, if you have a goal, you know, even if there was a deadline, if there was an expectation of when you were supposed to achieve said goal, you, it's not too late to get started. So if you're in the process of, hey, you know what, I've been renting and I want to buy a house and, you know, I'm, I'm now 30, 40, 50, whatever the case may be, it's never too late to get started. My mom actually bought a home, you know, as I got out of the house, you know, um, as a late teenager, you know, graduating high school. And so my whole childhood, we rented, you know, and again, my mom was doing what she could. She set her budget, she finagled, she did all these things to meet all the responsibilities. But when it came to time to owning a home, it wasn't until much later. Again, she went back to school and she got a degree and better paying jobs and things of that nature. So as time progressed, she became a homeowner. Fast forward a couple of years later, I actually got to help her buy a home after I got my license. And a funny story that she loves to share all the time is that, you know, she was my hardest client. She was, you know, the most difficult client I've ever had. And she admits to it. She's like, you know, we should have been on a HGTV show, you know, because it was hilarious, just the back and forth and, you know, the things that we were going through. Um, but ultimately it was a pleasure and a privilege to be able to help my mom buy a home, you know, and, and she still owns that home today, you know, and has a ton of equity that she's built up over time and things of that nature and been able to, to leverage that home. And so ultimately, again, as she's getting closer to retirement, you know, that home is an asset for her. And I'm happy that I got to help her through that process, no matter how difficult it was, you know, there was actually at one point she was calling and she was like, Hey, you know what? I don't think I, I want the house anymore. And I, you know, let's just cancel. Let's keep looking. And we're in escrow and I call the agent and I'm like, you know what, you know, sorry, we got to back out, you know, and, and it's something that agents don't typically like to do. Uh, you know, your reputation is on the line and you get into escrow, you want to follow through and make it to the finish line. But I had to make that call. You know, my mom is, you know, having second thoughts and, you know, we're going to keep going. Um, and then she calls me back. I don't know, maybe a day or two later. Oh, you know what? I, I do want to move forward. I do want the house. <laughs> so now I'm going back and having to talk to that agent again. And so, you know, we laugh and we joke about it, you know, but ultimately I, again, I had the privilege 
and the honor to help her in, in that process and uh, helping her understand different financing options using a Native American 184 loan program. You know, there's programs out there for everybody. And so even if you are a single mom, single dad, you know, if you're looking to buy a home and you're, you're feeling like maybe, hey, I should have done this years ago or, you know, I've been renting so long, you know, I just don't know what's the first step reach out to us because we can definitely help you. It's never too late to actually getting started, you know, getting on the, on the path to buying a home, no matter how long it takes you. So those were the lessons that I learned from my mom. I love to hear any lessons that you've gotten from your mom growing up, money lessons, real estate lessons, investing lessons, anything like that. I think that it's important that we recognize the moms in our lives who have blessed us, uh, not only with the time, the love, um, but also set us up for the future, you know, and put some things in our head and our lives that, you know, hey, these are good habits to have financially um, and set you on the right path. So if you have any feedback, any, you know, advice from your moms that you love to share, make sure you drop it in the comments. This again is a special episode. This is dedicated, of course, to my wife. Happy Mother's Day. Um, to my mom, happy Mother's Day and happy Mother's Day to all the moms that are out there. I really hope that you got some value from today's episode. As always, we're here to help. So if you have any questions, reach out to us. You can find us on all social media platforms. You can reach out to us. You can send us a message through Instagram at Homeowner Prep. Um, and we'd love to hear from you. So hope you got some value from today's episode. Looking forward to delivering more great content to you next week. And until then, be blessed. I hope you got some value from today's episode. If you know someone who could benefit from hearing this show, be sure to share it with them. And if you're listening to the podcast, we'd love for you to drop us a review. We'd also love to hear from you if you have any questions. So reach out to us on Instagram at homeowner prep. Who knows? We may read your review and answer your question on one of our future shows.